Yes, sir. This is Nels, aka Big Facts and Full Effects, and you're tapped into Balls. A sports podcast. <laughs> yes, hello, and welcome all of our ballaholics new and old to Ball Sports Podcast, a podcast with balls about balls. I am Buddha. It's Willie. Yes, sir. And this is episode 230, y'all, boys. That it. See, I told you that new intro is going to be streamlined. You like that one, don't you? See? see? And, yeah, I and do. He, and he, yeah, bro. Yeah, you, you like you know, it, right? You, you yeah. speak it into existence. There it is, man. <laughs> yeah, it's time for a change. I was like, yeah, maybe we should yes, shorten sir. it by 50 seconds. Um, so, so just to be... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so just to get a little housekeeping out of the way um, so that all of our listeners know, um, we will be, uh, from this point forward, actually starting from the last pod, uh, coming to you bi-weekly. Yes. Um, just so everybody's aware. So when you see that we're not having a new episode every week, uh, we're going to go bi-weekly, at least until the NFL season starts. I feel like there's not going to be as much uh, sports talk happening. So just to keep, you know, giving you guys these streamlined episodes and... You know, when we are talking, having a good amount to discuss, uh, we think bi-weekly is the best way to go. So, um, yeah, that's how we're going to rock. And uh, that being said, we do have some stuff from a couple weeks ago that happened uh, that, if you don't mind, I wanted to bring up. Let's do it. Uh, So, for starters, UFC uh, 274 happened, and uh, hell of a card, hell of an event, um... I just want to go over some of the the big moments of the night. Um, Michael, actually, it was the highlight of the night. Michael Chandler um, knocking out Tony Ferguson in the second round, the beginning of the second round with that front kick to the face. Yeah, um, I don't know if you that guys amazing. saw the Bro, his, still the, of his the, face? the still photo of when his when the foot made contact and he looks like an old man. Like in the face, like that shit. Oh, I say this: it, it it's the it's the fact that it was just a perfect combination, right? <clears throat> we know Ferguson is like a little long, like he's got mm. he's got long arms, long limbs, so he was already fighting with his hands down. Um, so you know the fact that his hands was down and freaking Chandler's foot goes right in between his defense, so yeah. he he didn't even see the kick coming. There was no brace. There was no nothing. Well, and, and what's crazy is because um, Michael Chandler was was talking about it on the Pat McAfee show. He was saying that he um, he doesn't usually practice those. Front really? Kicks. Yeah he's he's more oh, of wow. a he's more of a puncher. Like he is. Uh, he, yeah, he throws more. He punches really sure. he really only throws kicks just to do enough to mix it up to you to where you got to account for everything. Wow. Keep you honest. And he said <laughs> he said when he was looking at Chandler, he he noticed that his stance was very like square and parallel with the shoulders. So wide o- like with the open was just right down the middle. So he was like, let me just throw this up. He's like, what I was really trying to do was gauge distance with that kick. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and it just so happened to catch him right in the sweet spot and it was perfect lights out. Like It was like a video game, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, no. <laughs> and then after that win, you know, hell of a promo that he gave uh to Joe Rogan calling his next shot. He threw out like four names right away, whether it was the winner of the Charles Oliveira Justin Gaethje fight, uh whether it was somebody else like a uh uh I, I don't know if Corner he said McGregor. I don't know if he said Nate Nate Diaz, but he finished for sure by saying Conor McGregor's name. Conor McGregor. Uh, to which Conor immediately responded on Twitter that he was in. Uh, That'd be a good fight. Down. I'm a hundred percent down for that fight. Um, I don't see that fight going past like the no. second <laughs> round. But yeah, yeah. I'm here. Um, but yeah, so I, I like that. That was a hell of a fight. Super entertaining to watch. Um, the the biggest disappointment of the night was the co-main event. Uh, Thug Rose Namajunas versus Carla Esparza. Uh, Esparza won via, via split decision. Um, mm. You don't normally see a championship change hands in that fashion, but the fight was very boring to watch. And mm. I, I understand to an extent uh, Rose's gripe afterwards because she fought a defensive fight. Like on the scorecards, like 
she looked impeccable defensively. Carlos Barza really didn't get anything off, but like, but a couple offensive flurries, but even that wasn't much. Um, so I, 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 I rewatched that fight. I'm yeah. gonna tell you why Rose why Rose lost. It's not about the fact that she fought a defensive fight. Mm-hmm. I think what the UFC is go, getting away from, and you can blame like an Izzy or uh, Usman for this. You got to remember, before Usman and before um, Adesanya, those kind of defensive fights would win you the championship, a la like a Woodley. Woodley, perfect example. Woodley of that, yeah. or uh, 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 um, Rashad Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Adesanya and Usman changed it because their defense does come with offense. Yeah, Adesanya is, is yeah. counter, right? Mm-hmm. Because Adesanya might stop your your um, your takedown attempt, but he's throwing a punch. Yeah, it, right. It immediately harkens to like an Anderson exactly. Silva type. Usman yeah. Usman could also evade your attempt, but mm-hmm. in the same context, he's throwing a punch, right, or a kick. Or he's charging you to take you down as well. Right. Rose didn't do any of that. Right. Rose was strictly defensive. I mean, in terms of punches thrown, punches connecting, she pretty much got doubled up. Right. Number one. Number two, she did get taken down two, practically three times. Right. And and the the girl who won, sorry, I don't I don't know her name that well. Carla Esparza. She had ground control. So in three of the four major aspects of a fight, she beat Rose. Yeah, no, I right, agree. and and I think Rose really did rely on champions' advantage. But I right. think her, I think her strategy changed when she realized that Shorty wasn't going to come at her aggressively like she did in her other fights. She was meticulous. She picked her spots. She knew what she was doing. So. I think Rose just, I think her team just strategically came at it wrong and they lost. And, and it happens. You know, it's just, you know, you're the better fighter. So go back to camp and, and run it back. It's pretty, it's pretty simple. You know what I mean? I think like, funny thing is, this is what could have happened to uh, Nganu against Gagne. Yeah. This is the very same thing that could have happened because up until, up until Nganu starts taking him down and wrestling him. And, and aggressing it, he was losing that fight. Right. The first two rounds, Gagne, he's, there's one round where you, I think the second round, you can argue that's a 10-8 round. Honestly. So, I think, you know, UFC's kind of getting away from rewarding, you know, champions who don't even throw more punches. Like, do work. You know, I mean, do work. And, and it's unfortunate because Rose is definitely the better fighter. I think nine times out of ten, I, I think mm-hmm. Thug Rose wins, but that was the tenth time. <laughs> and then um, the main event of the pay per view, uh, Charles Oliveira versus Justin Gaethje for the lightweight title. Uh, you know, unfortunately for Charles Oliveira, and what I didn't realize, so he didn't make weight uh, by half a pound. Now, for most fights, you do get a half a pound window, but not for championship fights. I did not know that at first. Mm. Championship fights, you have to be on the money or under. You cannot be over at all. Um, and there apparently is this discrepancy slash conspiracy, controversy, whatever, with the scale that was used. Because I guess all mm. the fighters are given a digital scale for their rooms. And he was on the weight the day before. And he had no fluids and no food from the day before. So how does he gain a half a pound? He doesn't. He doesn't. Right. And the scales that they use for the official weigh-in are the hand, you know, shift mm-hmm. things and stuff like that. I don't know why we're not using digital scales in Yeah, why are we not using in, digital in 2022? scales in like, I, I mean, That I does not make madness. sense to me. Especially when these scales can weigh up to the smallest gram, yeah. you know, whatever, milligram. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You have, the UFC needs to grow up. Yeah, so unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Um, because of that, he was stripped of his lightweight championship. And the fight was deemed if Justin Gaethje wins, he wins the title. However, if Charles Oliveira wins, because he missed weight, he still does not get the title. And the title remains vacant. 
Um, and that is what happened. Charles Oliveira won uh, by submission in the second round. Um, really good fight, honestly, uh, as short as it was. It might have even been the first round, actually, if I'm thinking about it. I think it was the first round. It was the first round, yeah. Three minutes into the first round. Rear naked chokehold. Um, He needs to fight fight another submission artist. Well, so here's the thing. Because he won, at least, he's automatically in the championship match the next time. Uh, It's just a matter of who he goes up against. Because let me read you just... that This division is full of killers. It might be the most stacked division. I'm just going to read you the top nine in this division. Starting from number one, Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier, hmm. or sorry, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje, Islam Makashev, Michael oh. Chandler, Benil Darush, Rafael Dos Anjos, Conor McGregor, and Tony Ferguson. Wow. <laughs> and any of those guys could be killers. <laughs> They're all killers. That's called being lit. Yeah. Like I really I don't know what other division maybe maybe welterweight? No. I don't know. Welterweight has Kamaru Usman, Colby Covington, Leon Edwards, Kazmat Shemaev, Gilbert Burns, Bala Muhammad, Jorge Masvidal. No, because everybody you said after Shemaev isn't a legit title contender. Eh. No. Yeah, so it might be lightweight then. It's lightweight, baby. Yeah. Jeez, man. Killers. As a division of killers. So we'll, I'm interested to see who's going to be next. Um, and on Oliveira, when he won, he even also said Conor McGregor's name. Um, they just want, they want that bag. They want that, yeah, of course. That's that's exactly. the payday. Um, we'll see what happens Conor with McBagger. that. But uh, overall... UFC has done a really good job of putting together their pay-per-views. You've done a really good job of putting together your pay-per-views. And I t- <laughs> they did make an announcement for um, UFC 275, which is in July. It's two pay-per-views from now. Me. Um, it is an incredibly stacked card. I guess that happens to be on International Fight Week. I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently that's a thing. So every year UFC tries to put on a big card. Let me. <laughs> this card has the first the first fight. The person fighting in the first fight on the main card, or not even the main card on the prelims. Robbie Lawler. Robbie wow. Lawler is your first fight. Your first fight on the prelims. Prelims. Um, you got Uriah Hall fighting. You got uh, Pedro Munoz versus Sean O'Malley. So you get Sugar Sean O'Malley. Mm. That he's the first match on the main card. The other matches on the main card are Lauren Murphy versus Misha Tate. So you get Cupcake Tate. Uh, Sean Strickland versus uh, Alex Pereira. These guys are middleweight killers. And then your co-main events. Two got, so you got, for the featherweight title, Alexander Volkanovsky defending his title against Max Holloway. Wow. Their, their trilogy fight. And then the main event in the for the middleweight title... You got Israel Adesanya defending against Jared Cannonier. Wow. Which is, uh, is an underrated good fight. Because Cannonier used to fight heavyweight. Cannonier going to give Adesanya some work. Oh, boy. That card looks nuts. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Let me tell you. Let me explain why. I'm going to tell you why right now. You know I'm good at these, you know I'm good at these pre-fight predictions, right? Right. Right now, I'm technically eight for nine. Okay. Check me out. Izzy's biggest thing beyond his defense is he's got a strong jaw. Mm-hmm. He takes a lot of those face punches very well and keeps on going. Cannoneer has heavyweight power. Yeah, man. With the quickness of the smaller weights now. Mm-hmm. If... Yeah. If Izzy thinks he's going to be able to defend the rest of his body and eat a punch, I don't think this is the fight. I think Cannoneer gets three good punches in, it's over with. Whew. My prediction. Yeah. My prediction. Adesanya should win this fight, right? But I think Adesanya is seeing his version of Unganu's um, 
um, Gagne. Yeah. This is this is the guy to mm. challenge his strengths, right? Because Ngannou's issue with Gagne, like I said before, was Gagne is quick and is patient, and he's not gonna beat you with the knockout, right? Mm-hmm. He's quick enough to defend himself, quick enough to outpoint you. And and his his weakness wasn't necessarily wrestling. It's just I don't think he planned for for Ngannou to wrestle personally because I remember watching the fight and well finally rewatching the fight and the minute Ngannou went for the takedown I was like wait a minute the fuck yeah I was like whoa because outside of that guy wins that fight so now Adesanya has had the ability to be defensive and take his time to fix his styles or whatever but Cannoneer is stronger he might be just as quick and he's aggressive I don't see him being scared of the aura that Izzy has built up so far. I he strikes me as a guy who's gonna get in that in that octagon and be like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. Honestly. Yeah. Like you're about to see these hands thrown. I'm and and I don't know, and Izzy <laughs> hasn't been Izzy has not been in a fight where hands has been thrown at him. You know what I mean? And you got to think about guys. Not those kind of hands. Exactly. Not those kind of You got to think about it when a guy, when when you're fighting somebody who finally throws hands that you can't handle, it does change up your fight. Perfect example, Jones and Gustafsson. Right. Right. I I will say just to Izzy's credit, he did get a good test with Jan Wachowicz. He took serious punches from Jan, who is known for his power. Yeah. So, so... Yeah. That's it. That's at least a very good. And he's it's, light it's, heavyweight. It's, so yeah, it's, it's an intro. It's an intro. Yeah. Yeah. It's an intro. I don't know though, Doc. Cannoneer comes from. I know the rafters with. Those I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and I, I think it'll be a good test. You know, I, I feel as though this is this is one of the fights where I hope his corner does their homework and says, "Hey, but uh, this ain't it." Like you, you've been defensive in one fights. You need to win this one before the championship rounds. I'm really interested to see how they size up with each other because, like, I feel like Izzy always looks super skinny or whatever until you actually see him against, like, next to his opponent, and it's like he is big, like not just like tall, like he is a, a thick dude, like. He looks. He always just looks scrawny because he just he's so. It's the way he's built. Yeah. Um, but he is he's a genuinely big dude for for his weight. I think. Well, I think what it is for for Izzy as well is not that it, it, you said the right word, which is is thick. Yeah. He he does have. He's he's pretty muscular. Yeah. I, it's just he's built. He's kind of built like a, like an upside down triangle, if you will, mm-hmm. where his shoulders <laughs> I think are so broad. That it takes away from his his actual torso, mm. I think. But he's he is you're right. He is he is bigger than than we give him credit for. So I, I think that's going to be one of the fights of the year. It has it has potential to be one of the fights of the year by 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 when it's all said and done. Yeah. So looking forward to that. But let's keep it moving. Um, WrestleMania backlash was another thing that happened a couple weeks ago. Facts. Uh, I'll go through that card real quick. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Cody wins that. Uh, with, you know, <clears throat> Rollins tried to use the dirty pin with the tights, so Cody reversed it and got his own dirty pin with the tights. Great ending. Um, yeah, I loved it. it. Set up a third match. Now they will be fighting inside Hell in a Cell at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Uh, so I think that's going to be nuts. I think these guys have torn the house down at WrestleMania and here at WrestleMania Backlash, so I don't doubt that a third time around will be uh, any different with these two. Do you think they're going to give Cody that three in a row against Seth? <laughs> if anybody could bounce back from that though, it's Seth. Yeah, I think I feel like he's built up enough clout. Yeah, with fans right. and everything. Yeah, I mean, it'll definitely get Cody right. Yeah, especially if especially if this happens, and then like you also then next push Seth Rollins immediately. Yeah, agreed. like he doesn't tolerate that losing shit no more, and he goes on a tirade and just starts whooping ass like. You can easily yeah. boot. He's somebody you can heat up very easily. Facts. And give yeah. him the mid-card belt. Yeah, because he's so over with the crowd. Like, even oh, right yeah. now as a heel, they all... What, belt, this, what, belt, oh. what belt is in his... Uh, what belt is in his uh, in his show? Intercontinental or U.S.? What do you mean? U.S. Mid-belt. 
U.S. U.S. Yeah, as U.S. Theory has it right now. Nigga, get that bitch Rollins, bro. Rollins will make that. Rollins will make that U.S. Championship shake. Yeah, but a face theory making it shake. Yeah, I don't like theory. I mean, yeah, but I don't like. He's good in the ring. I don't have a problem with him. Hell no, for that look. I think. I think. Yeah, no, I really like him in the ring. I feel like he's kind of giving me the Baron Corbin. Like I just. I just I don't like you as a person. I really like watching you in the ring. You're good. I was like, but as a character, I'd hate you. No nah, man. Like JBL, I hate you. Fight that little hoe, man. I ain't calling him JBL though. I, let me not. I, yeah, you tried. He's got, he's got a lot to prove. I'm just saying. I'm hating him for the right reasons. You tried a hell out of Rashad Layfield. Anyways. Hell no, hell no. Fight that three man. Up next, we had Bobby Lashley versus Omos. I lost that fight. Yeah. That bit was boring enough. Omos won it. Omar shouldn't be winning anything. It led to a cage, a steel cage match on Raw that Bobby Lashley won. Omar's Buddha. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles versus Edge. That fight was five. This is their second encounter. Mm -hmm. Um, The Judgment Day. I hate that they add the to the beginning of these days. It's supposed to be Judgment Day. Judgment Day just sounds so much easier. Oh, the Judgment Day. It's like, what? It doesn't even sound cool. Um, the Judgment Day. Yeah, I'm, I mean, if you if you want to be real though, it's it's the day. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have Judgment Day. Yeah, but I'm not gonna go. We are the Judgment Day, or we are Judgment Day. I mean, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But I think semantically, you would have to go with we are the Judgment Day Ugh, yeah. because it's just them. Like, well, they are the judgment, and it is your day. So, the judgment day. So, anyways, so the Don't stipulation... Don't tell me to shut up, Willie. You're a teacher. I gotta move on. I gotta keep moving. So, Willie killing the, uh, the stipulation for this match was that Damian Priest was barred from ringside, which I think we all knew was kind of that early signal, like, okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna get a new member uh, introduced. And sure enough, uh, Rhea Ripley... Makes her debut or as part of the Judgment Day, um, Aka, in the match. Rhea Ripley kind of light out, but oh, yeah. she's live, bro. Yeah. yeah. Hey, they have a little video yeah. of her where she uh, she did like a finishing move. Yep. And then like she did the little pin and like her booty jiggled a little bit. <laughs> I was like, hey, yo, Rhea, what's good? <laughs> Rhea, <laughs> real talk. I was like. I don't know it's something about her aesthetic, bro. I could really get behind that bitch. Real talk. I like Rhea, dog. No, real cool. Real, real cool. Um, but no, honestly, this was a I perfect... I mean, respect, respectfully, yeah. Rhea. You're also a really good wrestler. Yeah, no, she's yeah, she's very good. She's Jesus got on the mic. Tall. She's good in the ring. How tall is she? Um, she's pretty tall. She's, she's like I want to say, five, like, 5'10". Ten? I yeah, thought so. If I had to guess. Um, wow. And she's very strong. So, like... Yes, she is. Like, honestly, like... And now you guys are finally going to get to see her work as a heel because she really hasn't been a heel on the main roster. Uh, but she was heel in NXT and in NXT UK. She could be the heel Charlotte. She's no, because very... I don't want her shoved down our throats. No, no, not even in the sense of being shoved down our throats. I'm saying like legit because like she, I think she's the only one on the roster that can do Charlotte-esque things. In like a heel way, like legitimate, a legit. Uh, okay, heel. I, I see. What Not you're like because because Charlotte, Charlotte is like physic, re- physic, physicality wise. Yes, those yeah. Because yeah, Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte, realistically, for what it's worth, if we liked her, she's never really been a heel. Charlotte? Yeah. No, that's not true. Charlotte, no. Charlotte's definitely been a heel. But let's bear bear with me when I'm saying this. It's it's not even a it's not even about that. It's I think she's more she would more take like an anti hero lane. Honestly, if we liked her, we don't like Charlotte. She's obnoxious. If Charlotte was liked, she would be more on like a stone cold route. To if where, we liked her, well, yeah. To where if she, if she was uh, heel, we would still cheer for Facts. her. Facts. I well, think yeah. Rhea, Rhea I mean, can legitimately yeah. be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see Charlotte really taking on a full on heel role. If that makes sense. I got you. Right? Whereas, like, Rhea, I think, like, Rhea could really do... She could be that. Because I think the women's division on, on both shows doesn't really have that. Like, that one where it's like, oh, she's... Oh, okay. Because think about it. We watched the Evil series. Mm-hmm. And, we, mm-hmm. and it was Sasha Banks. No offense to Sasha. 
right? And it was uh, McMahon too, mm-hmm. right? Stephanie, Stephanie to me was more of a heel when she was when she was a bo- when she was the boss more than anything, obviously. Right. But like Sasha Banks, that's that's the best example that you have right now currently of a heel. We need like a real heel, like down, straight up, dirty, yeah. does all the wrong shit, weapons, all that. And I think Rhea had there's an opportunity to build that with her. No, for sure. And she she'd be able to do that for a while. I agree. Bailey was on her way and she got hurt. I know. I can't wait for her to come back. Bailey she's, was she's, on her way. She's, she's ready she to hurt. return. Yeah. But if but again, now if we have Rhea and we have her, so do we have two of them? Can we manage with that in the women's division? We got two brands. That's facts. I, I think I think the women's division needs they need real heels. Yeah, like a no. real heel. Uh, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it, it, it I think it's the perfect addition for the Judgment Day it to is. have. Aesthetically, um, it's great. Aesthetically, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And like you know, again, this continues to push. Push, yeah, yeah. It continues clear, to kick clear. the can down the road with this rivalry. To now, you have um, a a six person match in the making here with you know Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley versus AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan. Um, and then when this again eventually eventually ends up, you know, with Edge and AJ Styles again, fuck it. Screw him over again with another one. Hit him over the so, head with whether it's Finn <laughs> Balor that's been rumored to be betraying him. Um, Finn Balor would be great for that, and I, I think it would resurrect. It would resurrect a little bit more. Yeah, I, I personally would prefer Champa in that role, Tommaso Champa. Champa's a better look. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I I wouldn't be mad at Finn Balor joining at mm-hmm. all. So I just know that the story would end up having to be Finn Balor. Turns on edge eventually. That turns face Facts. and like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's you, where it goes. Do you think so? Here's here's a question, and this could be a short response from the both of y'all because I, I was thinking about this. Shout out to our wrestling chat. Um, do you think that a stable isn't legitimate until they win a couple of belts, or do you think a stable can really snap and not need a belt? I think if I think the stable. Should be able to do it without a belt. Okay. Yeah, if, if I, I, ran th- correctly. Yes. Um, the problem with that is a lot of stables don't get the TV time unless one of them has a belt. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think if booked properly, I don't see a reason why the New Day, when they didn't have the titles, were over as fuck and thriving. And stuff like that. Yeah, you snapped. Yeah, then, you're right. But they, but they had the TV time. But then, when the you look, but if you want to look yeah. back, let's go further back. When I look at like the Ministry of Darkness, I don't, I don't really recall there being titles like that. Who was in the Ministry of Darkness again? I mean, it was Taker. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. the Brood. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Viscera. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't recall any of them they having titles. They didn't have that titles, time. but they were fighting in some big matches. Exactly, and that's, and that's exactly the point. So yeah, you should be able yeah. to be a, a main event type status I as a stable yes. and be in high profile matches without having belts attached. Right. I hate. I think WWE needs to get out of that thinking that if you're not fighting for a championship, there's no point in writing a story for you. Because right. I think that's where a lot of these uh, wrestlers become disheartened and end up leaving because they're going nowhere. It's like, okay, so I'm not part of your little four people that you always have fighting for the title, so I'm literally just sitting here. Yeah, yeah. Until you feel like releasing me. Yeah, yeah. Like, And that's crazy, man. Because then you look at AEW to where, like, look at Aleister Black. Aleister Black is not fighting for a title, but his House of Black uh, stable that he's got going on? Bro. Nuts. <laughs> Nuts. Like, uh, like you can, just give people time. Just give people TV time. Let them work. Mm-hmm. Let them work. You don't need to have a first 20 minutes of Raw segment with two wrestlers just talking to each other for 20 minutes. What are we doing? Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's move things along. Get to it. You know, 
Cut so whether, we can give some time here, some time here, give some people a chance. Yeah, we could definitely cut Miss TV down. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, like what are we doing? And because it, it's the same thing, they'll do it like they'll do like the same segment three weeks in a row. Why are we doing that? If you don't showcase some people this week, showcase them next next week, and don't showcase these other people. You know, like, if that's how we're gonna do things, and we want to give everybody all this time, but don't give me the same segment. You know, for every week for a month. No, that's you're right. Else. You're it's, absolutely it, right. But I think I think no that's that's probably the part we're most annoyed with with the WWE mm-hmm. is the fact that we have these same head ass introductions to the shows and especially our generation bro the intros were the best part right because whoever was coming out we were waiting to hear what theme song was going to start the show mm-hmm. right remember this is like we don't even have to go into our our younger years because i think that would be way too easy we could take it into the years that we were in high school we're talking like evolution um, we're talking about uh, Triple H on his own, Batista on his own, mm-hmm. Undertaker, right? Kurt Angle. Like, remember what an episode was like when it would start and it would just instantly just go to the to the ramp and you you're like, oh, it's about to go down. Hey, you want to know what really hurts entrances now too? Mm-hmm. And it's not something I even thought about for a while, and then it kind of just clicked. We don't get camera flashes anymore. Remember how iconic mm-hmm. it was when The Rock or Triple H would go up on the turnbuckle, do their thing, and you see all the flashes in the background of people's phones? Because <laughs> oh. everybody just has their phone out, so you don't see the mm-hmm. flashes. Like There's no there's no moment like that anymore. Well, you're getting on, that, top like, that, holy on top of that, they're not taking pictures anymore. Yeah, either. exactly. They're no taking, one's taking pictures. They're just recording the whole thing on video for, oh without the God. their flash on even. Uh, and the, so you don't get that moment. Because that was such like an adrenaline thing. Like You're like, oh, you see the darkness, you see them in the light, and then they go up and you just see thousands of everybody wanted to capture that moment. Like, ah, I missed that. You hard. Now you guys are gonna notice that the next time you watch wrestling, I promise you. I'm gonna be like, mad. Oh. I'm be mad as hell. I'm be like, man, fuck this, man. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> Give me more bacon bits, bro. It's not the same. Um, but let me uh, let's continue down uh, this card. We're almost mm-hmm. through. Um, we have for the SmackDown Women's Championship an I Quit match between Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. Much better than their WrestleMania match. So um, way better. Way better. Best. Way better. I enjoyed this match. It was entertaining. Um, Charlotte ended up saying, I quit, losing the championship to Rousey. Um, and it looks like Charlotte's going to be taking some time off, which she does from time to time. Uh, they gave her an injury right off. She has a uh, uh, a fractured uh, radius. So Nice. Yes. Well done. So she'll be out for you know probably a couple months and then you know come back. Um if they fractured the radius, that means it'll be really tough to also determine the circumference. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. uh, um, then we had Happy Corbin versus Mad Cat Moss, which was a match. Uh, we can move on. Yep. I made a nerd funny. Yeah. Uh, then we had the main event. Circumference. The Bloodline versus RK Bro and Drew McIntyre. Bro. Fun match, really good match. Like it, it was great. You know, <laughs> I did my my bitching about it that you know they all the titles, no, no titles being on the line, which I stand mm-hmm. by. But that's not going to take away from this was a very fun match to watch. Like I I enjoyed this match thoroughly. What did they call them? R.K. McBro. <laughs> R.K. Like McBro. Yeah. Correct. Um. Yeah, and then you know, moving down the line, uh. We got RK Bro and Usos have both agreed to a title unification match. So it looks like we are going to get that match. Uh, it's supposed to happen this week on SmackDown. It's going to get interrupted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I have a feeling. By Sami Zayn? No, no by I was a member of the Bloodline, Naomi. No, no. Oh, we're going to get to that in a second. That's why I wanted to finish up with this. Um, <laughs> the No, I have a feeling Roman's going to get involved somehow. Which will cause Drew to come out, which will set up Drew versus Roman at the next pay per view, and they'll f- actually do the unification title match 
at the uh, the pay per view for the tag titles. See, this is where you miss. This is where you miss uh, Theodore Long. Hold on, Hold player. on player. We're gonna make this a tag team match. Yeah, and you're gonna go against the Undertaker. He love he love giving you the Undertaker. <laughs> Undertaker probably is back, like bro, again. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just, I already wrestled twice tonight. Did I last week, bro? Like, what the hell, bro? You flagging? What is bro. we doing? Come on, baby. All right, so crazy things are happening um, in WWE at the moment. Um, Tell us about it, player. So, on Monday Night Raw, there was supposed to be in the main event a a six-pack challenge to uh, determine the number one contender for Bianca Belair's Raw Women's Championship, um, which would happen at the next pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell. This match was supposed to consist of uh, Shayna Baszler... Dewdrop, Becky Lynch, Asuka, and the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Something happened after Raw started. Apparently, uh, and this is via the statement that WWE... I can't even believe I'm saying that. The statement that WWE (laughs) put out... Because uh, that's just not something they do. Um, they walked out. They they left. Hold on, I want to. F- I do want to find it real quick just to read it to you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give me a second here. I'm sorry. All right. So. Meanwhile, yeah. do you have yeah. foot problems? You it's go. okay. Go ahead pressure. and take care of that nasty-ass fungus with Tough Actin' Tenactin'. Hey, Tenactin', if you don't cut me to check, we're going to have some real problems. Boom. Real talk. All right, don't let me get the gang on you, because once the gang get in, it's over with. Gang. Okay. So, here we go. Um... When Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw. During the broadcast, they walked into the WWE Head of Talent Relations John Laurinaitis' office with their suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championship belts on his desk, and walked out. They claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions. And even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, They claimed that they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they'd had matches with those individuals in the past with no consequence. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret we were unable to deliver, as advertised, tonight's main event. Damn. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, I will say that as of... This recording, Sasha Banks and Naomi have been radio silent on social media, so we don't know their side as to what happened. So we're literally only getting WWE's point of view and whatever these insiders, I put that in air quotes, no. <laughs> um, Speculation-wise, this would make sense. This is in Sasha Banks's wheelhouse. She knows her star power. Um, especially now after being on the Mandalorian and all these other outside ventures she's being able to do. Um, she's she's putting her dick on the table right now as she should. She's probably the most talented all around wrestler in the world. If I had to say, as far as skills on the mic in the ring, all of that, she, she can do it all. She's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she would. Yeah, um, she's the one. So it's she has made it very clear in the past that she is willing to walk away from WWE if she needs to. Uh, she re-upped with them a couple of years ago, um, but she made it abundantly clear she's not just gonna be kind of there in a match, and. It was her idea, her and Bailey's idea in the first place to introduce women's tag team titles. So these titles mean a lot to Sasha Banks. 
they were her and Bailey were the first ever women's tag team champions. Mm. I think when she says they don't feel respected enough as tag team champions, I think it's because why are you putting your tag team champions against each other in a number one contenders match for the title when we really haven't had time to shine as a tag team yet? Exactly. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Oh, and they've been in like individual matches for like the past, yeah. like what? Yes. Six weeks well, or something like that. I say and this. They just had also, a championship match. Also, Sasha probably might be also looking out for Naomi too. Because mm-hmm. Naomi stay getting tried in these stipulations and she never wins the damn belt. I think, Has she ever won the belt? I think this. Uh, yes. Yeah. She's won it a couple times. Yeah. I mean, but, like. But still, on, they bro. weren't long runs. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like. She ain't really, she ain't really held it for real like that, and she talented as hell her damn self. So that's all that plays a part too. I cleared on the eye, bro. Naomi introduced uh, a glowing title because you know she does that glow in the dark. So she had a title that glowed when she would glow and stuff like that. Bill lost the title the next week, bro. I swear, <laughs> like that's just nuts, bro. It might have been within two weeks, but that like, shit was gone. Like that's just nuts, like. <laughs> No, but um, no, but it, honestly, I don't think this is a situation. I don't know what's going to happen as far as these titles go. I don't know how serious this is. I don't know if this is a work. This could all just be a work from WWE as part of an angle that they're writing. And even if it's not, if this is real, WWE, if they were smart, make it right and then work this into a storyline somehow. Agreed. You can make if you want to use this to turn them heel or something or do whatever. Have them join the bloodline. Um, like, yeah, like it has Some, to happen. Something. So yeah, like something's got to happen. Like I, I'm very curious to see what happens here though, because this is such a weird circumstance, and you have everyone else on WWE's roster really not saying much. Um. But then you have people, a lot of people from AEW who are tweeting out, you know, stand up for what you believe in, all this kind of stuff. It's like, oh, man, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to believe, man. Until I hear something from, like, Sasha and Naomi, like, the fact they've been radio silent, like, I don't I don't know what's going on. That's wild. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see, man. That's, that's, that's all I got in the in the fight. That's Liddy. World. Hey, Willie, man, get us right with basketball if I get mad. Oh, basketball is my favorite sport. I like the, like way, the way you dribble. dribble up and down the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't even know the words. Shut up, Willie, and tell us about basketball if I All get right, mad. Man. So, you tell know, me about basketball before I get mad. And if man, I slap I was, you, then your mama will be sad. Yeah. Yeah. And she's right down the road from me. Facts, B. Let's go to work. Anyway, it's the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. So we got, um, man. Well, first, I want to I wanna backtrack us because we had a lot of questionable things that came out this week that were said about Chris Paul mm. For, from a certain heckler, you would call him, mm. team leader, defensive mastermind. Pat Bev, baby. Pat, Pat Bev. Pat Bev, a role player, in a sense. You know, calling that, calling out one of the, you know, I I will say, you know, Chris Paul is a is is a choke artist, but that doesn't that doesn't um, change the fact that he's one of the best point guards that's ever played the game of basketball. You know, I'm. I mean, I understand that. Yes, this man is not a defensive specialist anymore, but this man not like a scrub out here. Like you know, it, like they weren't the best. They didn't have the best record in the league, and he was just you know out there. But they're not in the playoffs. So, what are your thoughts, Nels? Well, I'll say this. Unpopular opinion. Pat Bev isn't wrong. He's just the wrong person to say all that. <laughs> That's it. Okay. I mean, honestly, I'll, like, I'll see, go, yeah. 
this is the first time that Chris Paul is really getting some scrutiny, but it's not his first time that we can blame him for a team's lack of winning a series. Let's just be real. He's done it before. Um, yeah. You know, and he his defense has fallen off. He is 37 years old. He does get hurt. I don't see me losing much sleep for CP3 either if I am a decent to good basketball player. Yeah, for Honestly. Sure. He he might give me some work, but I don't see me, like, stressing like I was stressed if I was playing Steph or if I was playing John Morant. Like, those guys, I sit there and be like, damn, bro. Hey, I'm about to go to bed, y'all boys. I got Steph tomorrow. And it will be understood. Mm-hmm. CP, you know, some people say he folded. I just think he got hurt. I didn't say that he folded. He just got hurt, and he ain't got no ring. You know what I mean? They couldn't even get out of the semifinals. You know, that's, that is on that is on him. That's what they brought him there for. And he didn't get him that. And he wasn't even the best player. That was probably Devin Booker. So, that's, that's what I think. I would agree with you, man. And you cannot play. You cannot pay somebody forty million dollars a season for them not to play defense. Um, but Western and Eastern Conference Finals. So yesterday, your Celtics played the Heat, um, oh, and they man. were and they are down one game, two zero. No, oh, damn. And I just want to say shout out to Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler. You know he continues to show that. He is a man in the playoffs that gets it done. Yeah, he does. He and seven. I, I like it, and I really do. I, I like it. But, I mean, I just want to say this, this stat line, though. 41, 9, 5, 4, and 3. That's nuts. I mean, I will say that Smart, Smart was out, you know, and Horford is out. So I think, you know, they may obviously make this series differently. They make this series different. But I think it's going to be a good series. Um, but I do like the Heat in seven games. What's your thoughts? I completely agree with you. Um, you know, I've been, I've been saying, you know, Heat Warriors. So that's, that's what I'm fucking with. Let me tell y'all something. No bias out here in these streets. Celtics can still win that bad boy. Sony no, game they one. can. No, they can uh, still let, win. Let me let me explain. Horford and Smart was injured. I do think that plays a way bigger deal than the Heat playing without Smart. Um, third quarter, the Celtics stopped doing what got them in the lead in the first place. They abandoned it. Let the Heat get back in, and it was over. Further, another thing too, Ime Udoka, he needs to make sure that his third quarter adjustments are on point. There's a reason why the Heat have outscored everybody they played against in the third. Eric Spolstra is a, he's an adjustment guru. An adjustment guru. You got to change up your looks. Got Got to. to. Got to. Right? So, you know, I feel like, I'm not going to be shocked if the Heat win it. However, I've got Celtics in six. Celtics in six. Only reason uh-huh. was because that took that third quarter did take a lot of effort. I don't see that consistently happening. I could be wrong, and I'm okay with being wrong. I welcome that. But I've got I've got Celts in gotcha. six. Wrong. Then we got the Dubs and the Mavericks. And the dubs are currently up 30 in the fourth. Dubs in six. Dubs in five. Oh, um, I like it. Yeah, I was. I, I, like, I like it. I like dubs in five. Dubs in five. I might, and, and honestly. I was I scared if I said that, y'all would be like, y'all, you tried. <laughs> I, I, no. I, I would not be shocked if it's actually a sweep. Ooh. But I, I, I do Sorry. see. Talk I, to me nice. I do see Luca getting off one game. That's cute. One yeah. game. But he can have his little that game. about it. Four one dubs. He can have his little one game at home. Okay. And then next we had the draft lottery last night. Bro, 
Why they tried so many teams? Bro. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm hey, I'm happy. That's all I gotta say. Yo. As a, as a Thunder fan, I can say that I'm happy. The Thunder have the number two and the number twelve picks. Bro, I know um, Blazers fans tight. I know bro, Pacers fans tight. I know, yeah, there's a lot of fan base I know is tight right tight. now, bro. And then um, they said that the Rockets are willing to trade, but um, to round out, so the Magic have the number one pick, the Thunder have the two, and the Rockets have the three. The Rockets said that they're willing to trade the third pick, and I mean, I understand why. With as much young talent as you have, you might as well, you know, try something, try to, you know, at least play them again for a year. Because, you know, clearly it, it something works, as we've seen with, the Memphis Grizzlies. Facts, bro. But I think that also we also have to take into account coaching. And coaching matters. And that's in every league. Doesn't matter if you're in Pop Warner or if you're in the NBA. Facts. Snap. Um, and then we also had the all-rookie teams, which I feel like we had a slight snub, but uh, I, I feel like it's not that much of a read into it. But um, personally... Thank you. I appreciate that. What's <laughs> wrong with you? Yeah. Tighten up, shit. But that man, um, Josh Giddy. Um, Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy. He um, played he, Giddy. He played for the um, Thunder this year. He's um, um, a foreign player from Australia. You know. Great. <laughs> but I feel like he got snubbed. You know, he was um, he was honestly one of the best. One of the the. I felt like he was like a top quality point guard in the league. You know, he he played in the skills game. He played solidly. You know, he's second team. I think if he doesn't get hurt and play less games than a full season, I think that he makes the first team over um, Jalen Green. But because I feel like Jalen Green actually really struggled this year. He just takes a lot of shots, so he gets a lot of points. You struggled this year, Jip. Hey, but I'm also not in the NBA. That's right. You're in the RW. The game of life. EA. The real world balls <laughs> association. What? What? Uh, <laughs> uh, but that's it for the NBA, man. No, it ain't. I mean, what, what it is. It is. It <laughs> is. I'm talking to I was going to say, I was like, I was like what else you got, man? Oh, I I'm like, also going to tell you this, too. The hockey playoffs have been fired. Yeah, they have. Yes. I've been watching so all them games. Them games. Junk, that junk has been lit. There was two game sevens on Sunday. Bro, yeah. There was the, four, the wasn't there four yeah. overall? <laughs> yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, the, Lightning are, the Lightning are still in it, right? Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, Lightning. Uh, Wait, and the Panthers, dog, right? Yeah, Lightning played the Panthers. They yeah, li- yeah. Lightning dog walked them. Hell first yeah. Game. Hell yeah. It was like 4-1 or something like that? Yes, sir. Mm. That bit is five. Listen, right now we are in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Oh, no, the semifinals on each uh, conference. In the Western Conference, you got Colorado going up against St. Louis and Calgary going up against um, Edmonton. Edmonton Oilers, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you got the Florida Panthers against the, the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's Liddy right there, bro. It's the battle for Florida. Yeah. Kodak should narrate the game. Straight up. <laughs> and then you've got the Carolina Hurricanes against the New York Rangers. Hmm. Okay. I'm telling you, this, that junk is getting is getting real hectic out here in these streets, man. Get right. Yeah. Shout out to the NHL. Hey, y'all need more black hockey players. Stop making y'all Lily John so expensive, bro. We always got to pay for everything. You got to pay for cleats. You got to not cleats. You got to pay for skates. You got to pay for pads, extra sticks. jerseys. You got to pay. For, uh, yeah, hockey, hey, little, the ho- little hockey sticks, Yuck. pucks. You got to pay for the muff and uh, a helmet with the little visor, John. Y'all know, like, y'all know there's a <laughs> hockey fighting league? Wait, what? What? It's a legit thing. That sounds fire. Motherfuckers like square up on the ice in hockey gear. <laughs> Minus the helmet I'm and gloves, join. and like they just they just get to fighting. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna join. Like it's, it's a legit thing. Like they have weight classes and everything. I'm joining. I'm gonna be a heavyweight, my boy. <laughs> that shit might be five, bro. Real talk. That shit sounds really dangerous. 
Hell no. Hey, bro. Hey. Tighten up. up, bro. Real soft. <laughs> hey. Hey. hey, real talk, bro. What's wrong with Cub, man? Yeah. Like, jit, really, jit, yeah, jit, you really, hey, bro. Like, you really got me blowed right now, bro. Like, I'm telling you about enjoying something, you just go talk some trash about it, bro. That was That's crazy. wild, bro. I, I gotta let you know the consequences of your actions, man. Man, fuck out of here with that, bro. Great. You don't think I? You don't think I thought about that? Yeah, show ass up, Drip. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the Haitian hackler <laughs> hurricane <laughs> triple A. Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna be the zany zoologist. Speaking of, I don't know if y'all watched the show. Season one was M, but season two of Young Rock has been really good. Yeah, shameless plug. Yeah, it's been really enjoyable because now he's like, uh, the because there's there's three stages of him Uh when he was Mm -hmm. a jit, when he was like a teenager, and then when he was like adult. adult. Yeah. Yeah. So like now we're at the point like. When you see the episodes that feature his adult version, he's now starting in WWE. So, like, you see a Stone Cold Steve Austin, someone who's The Undertaker, Triple H, and how they were, like, backstage and shit. It's it's cool, man. That does sound cool. Now I want to watch it. Yeah. I guess Triple H was a dick to him the first time they met. Who? Triple H. Nice. My name Kodak White, but when you see me, I'm black. My name Kodak Black, but when you see me, I'm white. All right, well, is that it? Yeah, yeah, that's it, man. Because I don't think there's really anything for the NFL outside of Bradbury going to the Eagles. I bring the biggest gun to the knife fight. That's literally it. Uh, I was looking. I don't. Oh, wait. Oh, yes, I do have one thing. One more thing. I spend a lot of bread and I smoke a lot of spice. No, shut up. Okay. (laughs) Um, something major today that is um, really important, and I think it's precedent in the sport, is um, that the U.S. Um, national team for soccer has agreed on a new CBA to equally pay both the men and women. And I think this is um, this is something that's major because it's something that's, that hasn't happened um, ever in um, any any soccer national team's history. Um, I think it's something that was interesting that I read was in 2018 when France won the um, World Cup, they were they were there was four hundred million dollars that was made throughout the tournament or something like that. And they gave France, the, the winning team, 36 million or something like that. Right. And obviously the women's obviously the women's doesn't make as as much. Right, but the women's team in the following World Cup, um, which was the women, the U.S. women's national team, they split three million in prize money. Wow! So from thirty-six million to three million, I, I think that's a very significant difference. And I mean, I do understand that. Yes, obviously, in revenue, it's not making as much, but. The Women's World Cup is still a watched event. I feel like significant enough. So does the women's run the same time as the men's? Or no, is it the same amount do, of time. Well, um, yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the same amount of time and everything. It's the same amount of time. They but just they're alternate on, they're years. On an odd year. They're yeah. an odd year. Okay, so that's what I was wondering. I didn't know if they like would alternate yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Odd yeah. But but now the U.S. but the U.S. will now be paying both men and women's teams equally. So I think As that's they a should, win. Because the US no, I think that's a win. Wins all the time. But because our I men's team, the furthest we ever got is the round of sixteen. Yes, and I will say that the men's team has improved. They have improved, but they're not better than the women's team. In retrospect, they might be able to. Sh- they might be able to destroy the women's team, probably on the field for real, for real. But in comparison, nah, bro. We ain't got no, we ain't got no stars on our jersey. I mean, you can't. I mean, are you comparing to this current um, women's national team? Because I'd like, I could argue with that. I'm talking about overall. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Messi coming to the MLS, y'all boys. Yeah, he's going to enter Miami. Oh, nice. I got to get me an enter Miami jersey now, y'all boys. 
why, but real um, talk. I said, my life said, fuck the Euro League, jit. Real talk. You know what I'm hey, we ready for underrated bars of fame or not? Nah? Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, back that up. Hey, completely random. This is a random ass song. You might not think there's bars of fame, but there is. We're talking about "She Came to Give It to You" by Usher, featuring Nicki Minaj. Yeah, yeah. Produced by Pharrell. You can tell because it's got that infamous four count in the beginning. Why? Uh, uh, uh. See it? Hey, what you do? Everybody, everybody. Everybody, that sounds fire. Anyway, she came to give it to you, Usher. See, it ain't what you do, cause everybody closer, cause everybody want to get back. So maybe everybody closer, cause everybody want to get back. Said, if you knew what I do, she'll be yours tonight. Imagine she came here to get away. Well, she don't want nobody crowding her space. Wouldn't that be weird? She was up tonight to get down, but she don't want to be a part of the crowd. Wouldn't that be weird? Oh yeah. I'm so confused. If you only knew, she came to give it to you. Said it ain't what you do, it's what you do tonight. And there ain't no shortcut to doing something right. If you knew what I knew, she'll be yours tonight. Just look around the club because you're here to have a good time. So many benefits to being quiet. Just be cool and enjoy the ride. Because all you really want to do is, wouldn't that be weird? Yeah. Don't be stingy with it past the J. Let her hit it if it's headed her way. Monica, that's weird. Right? He says don't let her hit, don't really let her hit the J, but you know, act like you let her hit the J, but it's weird, but I feel that. I'm so confused. If you only knew... She came to give it to you. Said it ain't what you do. It's what you do tonight. God bless you. And there ain't no shortcut to doing something right. If you knew what I knew, she'll be yours tonight. Just look around the club because you're here to have a good time. I'm so confused. If you only knew, she came to give it to you. Here's Nicki Minaj part. Yo, he want the flirty girl. I'm the girly girl. You know who get the worm, it's the early bird. Flow, slicker than MJ, early curl. I got to clip these, it's like Sterly Sterl. I seen him in the club, he could get the cub. I ain't talking about baseball, but go get the glove. Don't be like OJ and forget your glove. I'm trying to get faded, go and get the drugs. Five plus five, what they call that? Ten. Out in Japan, we be counting that yen. Ladies, who you trying to get it popping with, man? No little boys in the circle of Usher. Got him under pressure. When your girl come through, Nikki gonna crush her. And tell your man, play the back like a spine. He only lasts six seconds like a vine. Shows you the age of the song. Yep. <laughs> I'm so confused. If you only knew, she came to give it to you. Said it ain't what you do. It's what you do tonight. And there ain't no shortcut to doing something right. If you knew what I knew, she'll be yours tonight. Just look around the club because you're here to have a good time. She came to give it to you. Underrated Bars of Fame. Usher. Featuring Nicki Minaj. Nice. Nice. Underrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's talking about all the things that he does. That's, I guess he's talking to a homeboy. And he's saying like all the things that the homeboy doing... That's weird. That's messing him up from taking Shorty to the crib. That's what it is. So when he's talking about that passing the J, he's not passing the J. He's being stingy, mm. which the J would calm her down, which would make her want to go hang out. Mm. Right? And he's saying, My, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, Man. there's so many benefits to being quiet. Just be cool and enjoy the ride. You see what I'm saying? So he's singing songs to his homeboys. I like like he's telling, yeah, he's telling his homeboys, bro. If you knew what I knew, she came, she came here literally to give it to you. It's yeah. like it's like when you're trying to hype your boy up to you know get right. Like you see Shorty really checking your boy, your mm. boy really treating her like like a homie, and it's like, bro, she literally came out to this party tonight because she she really trying to like vibe with you, bro. And you over here being stingy with the J, you being too loud and obnoxious. Just vibe, bro. Pass the blunt. Mm. Damn, bro, I feel that. Fox. I it just made me appreciate the song even more. 
right? Imagine she came here to get away. Well, she don't want nobody crowding her space. Wouldn't that be weird? She was up tonight to get down, but she don't want to be a part of the crowd. Now, wouldn't that be weird? That makes sense, bro. <laughs> it, just seems like, it just seems like Shorty really just want to vibe, but you ain't really reading her right because she ain't really trying to be a crowd. She just chilling. You know what I mean? You, you misreading you my dog. You, you didn't know her love language. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't, you didn't, you, you didn't check the scouting report. Right. You feel me? Real talk. I like that, bro. This, I'm, I'm about to listen to the song when I get in the whip. Real talk. Oh I like God. that bit now, man. And shout out to underrated bars of fame for getting people right. For wrong with y'all, just man. The hell, Buddha, Tell her how they can reach us on email if I get right. Uh, ball sports podcast at gmail.com. What about on Twitter, bro? Balls underscore podcast. And Instagram, bro. Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about Facebook, bro? Ball sports podcast. Hell yeah. Is it time to get off the air? Shout out to Dylan. It is time to get off the air? It is. How many times have we done this, John? 230. 230? Damn. Why have we done this for so long? Like, we ain't tired of doing this? People ain't tired of listening? Facts. The fuck? This is real. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why y'all listen to us, bro? Like, hey, get off our line, bro. Bang the red button. Real talk. But for the 232nd time, we are done. 232nd? 230th time. Oh, shoot. I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm two episodes up. Hey, I mean, we did miss like a couple weeks. My bad, y'all. Same hey, here. but for the 230th time, for real, for real, we are done, man. Like, we appreciate y'all for vibing with us, man. Y'all can't be listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but you're listening to us, and we appreciate it, man. Just keep, you know, giving us these clicks. You know what I mean? And showing us all this love. And we're going to keep giving you content to ride to and vibe to potentially get high to. Like Weezy, we out of here. Yeah, bye, hoes. Silly gross. See ya later. Bang the red button, shit. Bitch, I'm going to go get her. I'll probably do this shit forever. Bro, niggas ain't getting no cheddar. Don't go with the gang because you know better. I'm not eating no beef on this side. I've been chasing chicken for a while. Wally Coyote been up on the style.